नम सर्वे अद्वैत चिंतन वर्गे स्वागत ओम वक्रतुंड महाकाय सूर्यकोटि सभा निर्विघ्न गुर मे देव सर्वकार्यु सर्वदा शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवंतौनपुनश्वरो गुरुरात्मेदेद विभागिने व्योमेहाय दक्षिणा मूर्त नम ओं नम परमृषिभ्यो नम परमृषिभ्य शोभा भगनी शांति मंत्र प्रथम श्लोक श्रावयत सहनावतु सहनौनक्तु सह वीर्य करवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषा वहै श्रीहरी परमानंदम उपदेष्टारमीश्वर व्यापक साधन चतुष्टय एंड वन मोर आस्पेक्ट ऑफ द साधन चतुष्टय which is the mumukshuta is the last sloka of the sadhana chatushtaya after having completed uh, the rest of it we will complete this sloka also and before after that we will uh, revisit each of them briefly and they find out what is their uh, interconnectedness or how each one is dependent not the other or what is the importance of each of them that time i can also explain the uh the details of the clarity which we needed on the three shama dama and uparati between them so let us complete this shloka which is part of the sadhana chatushtayam before taking up that uh, relationship between the sixth of the sadhana chatushtayam okay lalita bhagini can you read this shloka yeah shri deva Mandam, mandam. Okay, now better. Now is it better? I am removing yeah, yeah. the yeah, plug. Yeah. Now it's very clear. Now it's very clear. Okay. Mumukshita, Mumukshita Swarupa. Samsara bandha nirmuktihi katamesya kadavide itiya sudrdha budhe vak. वक्तव्या Yeah. Yeah. 
एवं शमादि निर्मुक्ति निर्मुक्तिरोन मीनिंग संसार बंधन संसार बंध निर्मुक्ति कथम में सदा विधे या सुदृढ़ा बुद्धि व्यक्तव्या सा मुमुक्षुता अन्वय अन्वय ये विधे कदम कदा में संसार बंधन संसार बंधन निर्मुक्ति या सुदृढ़ा बुद्धि सा मुमुक्षता व्यक्तव्या ओह लॉर्ड वेन एंड हाउ विल आई बी फ्री फ्रॉम दिस बॉन्डेज ऑफ वर्ल्डली अफ्लिक्शंस दैट फर्म इगरनेस इज कॉल्ड मुमुक्षुत्व धन्यवाद मोदी Now, in the sloka, samsara bandh nirmuktihi, katham me syat, kada vide, iti ya sudrada buddhihi, vaktavya sa mumukshuta. He vide, he vivo, he bhagavan, katham kata, how and when, me syat, vilai. will i achieve samsara bandha nirmukti the bondage of samsara from that nirmukti samsara bandhanat nirmukti so that is from the or you can say shashti satpurusha also this one samsara bandhanasya nirmukti actually nirmukti is from should be coming from the panchami only from that only panchami samsara bandhanat nirmukti bandhanat nirmukti panchami yeah panchami tatpurusha 
Right, but Panchami is as uh, you know today morning we heard it. It used in very rare places. Satyam, yeah. Satyam, Mahadeva. So, so even though the intended meaning is Panchami, but uh, the some the some the samatha should have formed might have formed with the Shasti Purusha. Iti ya sudrada buddhi like this, whichever is the sudrada buddhi that firm, you know, commitment or uh, you know, at uh, belief or faith or the acceptance of the truth. Sa mumukshida vaktavya. So that sudrada buddhi eva mumukshida vaktavya. Now we will de- in get into the details of this mumukshida after uh, reading what uh, Vidyarani Muni has to say. Evam shamati shadgam abhidaya etat kajyabhutam mumukshutam aha samsara bandhevi. So what he is saying, what is samsara bandha? Shamati shadgam abhidaya etat kajyabhutam mumukshutam aha samsara bandhevi. So the samsara bandham can be known only if we have the qualities of Shamadhi Shadgam and Viveka Vairagyam, then that Karya Bhudam is Mumukshita because from that the eagerness to get ourselves freed from the Samsara Bandha is what is being told. Yiti Ya Sutrada Buddhi, that firm uh, belief or firm knowledge is what is called Mumukshita. Sa iti katam me syad ho e vibho. So here Sri Harim Pranamya is what the shloka started. So here vibho stands for the Sri Hari. For the explanation for Sri Hari is given as the one who is releasing us from bondage. Bandaran, so if you remember the first shloka when we explained the Sri Hari, so the Ishwarasya. Uh, Nirupanam, wherever it has happened, it has been given that he is the one who is helping us to remove from the bondage. It Sarvakarta Sarvakartaha Vidata Brahman. So Sarvakarta means all activities is being de- I mean uh, defined and de- designed by Brahman. Here is what we have to understand is that that uh, Maya and Avidya Upadi Kvidena Prakriya. That Prakriya is the reason why the Karta and Vidata aspects are being taken up as a, uh, as a cause from Brahman. Actually Brahman is Akarta, there is Nirguna Rupa, but there is no Kartratva Bhavam or anything, even though Upaditva Vedena Maya Avidya Iti uh, you know, Vesti Samashti Rupa, where we have this Kartrutta Vidada Bhava. From that, may Mama Samsara Bandha Nirmukti, Samsara Bandha Nirmukti, here Samsara Bandha is being uh, given as Nana Yoni Sambandini, Sambandha. So that is Punar, see, Punaravirti, the the repeated birth and death is some nana yoni sambandha. So that is what is called samsaram here in this as per Vidyaranamani. So tasmat nurmukti or tarmas nirvirti. 
So from that, from the cycle of metamorphosis of coming back again and again, is from that kadamvesyan, o kada kasbin kale, kena pragarena bhavet. What is the reason, when and how, which time will it happen? Now that eagerness in the mind is what is called the buddhi, that in the way is called the mumukshita. So to translate is, the final realization or absolute freedom is called the release from bondage to the world of objects, attachment to the world of objects or from the birth and repeated births. That should be born out of knowledge by practicing Samadhi Shadgam and firmly in the intellect. At that time, the Adhikari is praying to the Vibho, O God, when, at what time and what means will Brahman, the creator and of all activities, release my bondage of various births? Such an intellectual affirmation is called Mumokshita. So, this is a a gross meaning of mumukshuta. But when we look into the other aspects where we have gone through, we have studied that viveka, vairagya, then samadhi, shadgam and mumukshuta are the sadhana chadrashtayam for the adhikari. Now viveka and vairagya are not you know, independently existing or independently treatable or understood. Viveka gives rise to Vairagya and Vairagya is the reason why the enquiry of Vichara, which because of the Viveka will keep, you know, expanding into more. Now, what is Viveka and what is Vairagya is what we will see that. By or for comparable from the Shankaracharya's Kritis. One is this book, Aparokshanabudhi, and the other book which mostly widely read book is the Viveka Chodamani. Comparing both what is mentioned in each of them. Atma Swarubam hi nityam drishyam yat vibiritakam tad anityam ya evam samyat nishchaya vastunaha sa vai vivekaha. This is what we studied in the previous slokas. Now what Viveka Chodamani says is Brahma Satyam Jagan Mityevishwarupa Rupao Vinishyaha Soyam Nitya Nitya Vastu Vivekaha Samudahrata. So both are basically telling the same thing is Nitya Nitya Vastu Vivekaha. Now in this Nitya Nitya Vastu Vivekam we have to understand in a in a very uh, Advaitic fashion to understand because what is Nitya as for Advaita and what is Anitya for Advaita is to be very clearly understood so that we have we are following the right thought process in the when the study of this the, this particular book. It is both the book both the sloka says that Nitya Nitya Vastavitam Nityam Anityam Tayoho Veda. So, what, how to differentiate what is Nityam, what is Anityam? So, in this word, Drishyam, Adrishyam, or Yad Drishyam, Tad Nashyam. Whatever can be seen has a beginning from seeing, 
its existence and its uh, diminish. That is Sishti Siddhi Laya for all the Drishtavastuni. That happens. So, Drishyam yet Drishyam. So, our Drishyam is supposed to be not permanent because it comes within the Drishtas knowledge as a Drishtavastu and it, it, it goes out of Drishyam then becomes other I said one which has been perished from the Drishti Bhava or from the Sakshi Bhava so when if you remove every object what is an object as a here Drishyam means does not physically see or as a physical uh, visual object here Drishyam stands for what is known as an object in through the any of the five indriyas or even the internal mana so whether we are able to object please be rest assured it doesn't last for long because only who is seeing that is ever permanent or he doesn't get destroyed at any point of time even the sharira which we have explained in the earlier sloga we have seen it has going through changes whatever we have seen outside has a beginning when it has come to our knowledge there is a time when it doesn't remain in our knowledge but as a knower only the, know, the knower as a known as an, as an observer is never going through even a little bit of change in his level of awareness what awareness we had 10 years back or 20 years back or whatever may be the time when we know the awareness is there from till date the awareness quantum or the measure of awareness of the knower has not changed that aham is remained as a constant you know measure from which we have been measuring with our maybe indriyas are limiting us to know the light or the sound or the other objects like that but that is all limited to the object but as a knower of these objects the, the self-awareness has not diminished at any point of time the objects have gone through the changes the observer has never gone through the changes so there is a dichotomy of nitya and anitya so what is nityam, what is anityam, tayoho beda kaha, what is the difference between the two, that is called viveka. Now how did a viveka start from, now viveka has to start from vairagyam, now it is easy to say vairagyam, why should vairagyam should give rise to this viveka, because we have in our childhood to till date, we have had objects to which we were dear once upon a time but those items have either perished or we have lost interest in either case they have become nasyam or anityam so having repeatedly gone through so many objects of our awareness and losing from our awareness we have realized that 
there is something which is called you know impermanent nature in the objects which we see this impermanency is the one which is pushing us more and more towards the vairagya visheshu vairagya that is what aparokshanabudi says so and visayavrata dosha drishtya muhurmuhu sallakshye niyatavastha manasah sama that is sama uh, oh, sorry that by viveka chudamani shloka is not i put it here i'll i'll put it later so there also visheshu vairagya is, is what um, viveka chudamani also says basically what it says is kakavishtayam vat vairagyam from brahmaadi stavaranta visheshu now why did they have to they use a, a simile of kakavishta basically it is that you know assuming that kakavishta fell on your body either head or a dress or anything till the time that is cleaned out or the dress is changed your mind will not be at it at peace or comfortable to stay with that object on your body never will the mind go out of that you know that infliction from this thing same way vairagyam if it happens to the objects which has inflicted as sorrow that it is very difficult to take out from our mind that sorrow lingers in our mind in such an extent that it becomes virtually impossible for us to remove that from this only people who have had extreme sorrow in their life will realize that how difficult it was to forget a sorrow when it happened in their life so that you know that time all of us had that itcha like how we will remove a kakavishta from our body i should i should forget this sorrow i should get out of this sorrow i cannot be remaining again and again that that tivrata what we have against that cause of here when we say visheshu it should we should include both happiness as well as sorrow caused by that because happiness when it comes when the viveka says that is anitya we will have the same attitude towards the the object which is giving happiness it is happy today how long it will remain with us we don't know it is going to be lost from our possession or from our utility point of view or we may become old not to have any utility of that from that point of view again it is not permanent so that is what it is the vairagya should be thing so to get rid of something from our you know possession or liking that like a kakavishta that should be the tivrata with which vairagyam should be practiced now shama is i am shama eva sada vasana tyaga idi shabditaha that is as per aprokshanabhuti in the viveka chudamani it is a virajya visayavrata drishta dosha ashtya muhu muhu sallakshade niyatavastaha manasa shama uchyade so both are from near manasa from the mental point of view vasana tyaga or thus niyatavastha niyatavastha means it is a uh, inherent qualities which the mind has accumulated and we become a 
as our nature for that you know for whatever our likes and dislikes depend upon that vasana so how to remove that vasana i have explained in the previous class that you know first is to identify what is the nature of mind because of which i am getting attracted now a person who is interested in gambling or a person who is interested in going to you know bhakti bhavana puja both we should take this no nothing is good or bad in this one in either case चांदनी बग्नी प्लीज म्यूट चांदनी बग्नी सो सो व्हाट हैपेंस इज दैट दिस इननेट क्वालिटीज विद इन अस इन आवर माइंड विथ व्हिच वी यू नो दैट वी डेवलप द पर्सनालिटीज दैट कैन बी चेंज्ड ओनली बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग क्षमा वेयर वी आइडेंटिफाई आवर qualities what with with a good good quality or bad quality or it doesn't matter the awareness itself will bring us a control on our vasana if if you are a gambler for example and you develop the awareness that yes my gambling is not good for me you can take effort and that is the second stage where you are taking physical efforts not to go to a gambling even though your mind may pull it for going to a gambling place same way for any 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 object of interest so that awareness and then withdrawing from that is called vasana tyaga okay but what is then dhamma bahya vrittinam nigraha dhamma idi abhiyate vishebhya paravrtya stapanam svagolake ubayo ubayesham indriyanam ya dhamma parikirtida so bahya vritti that is external uh, involvement here both in the the jnanendriya and karmendriya that is the sense organs and the organs of actions are both are included in dhamma so that you have to limit it nigraha to the extent that only for the sustenance of life what is required that should be practiced because indulgement is what is to be stopped by the sense organs as well as or in and what is required for the maintenance of the body that only to that extent we can do that and to some extent what happens is that we can substitute it with other activities by thinking of viveka and by practicing of vairagya because the bahya vritti there is a limit up to which you can control it so the best way to do that is by substituting it with which will help us in the process of viveka and vairagya so instead of getting as an indulgence activity the same intellect and the mind can be used for a viveka from which the vairagya will develop and then vivaka vairagya will keep going growing slowly but it will extend that you unknowingly we will ourselves withdraw from this earlier activities which we were doing it we will be more indulgent in, in towards the goal which we are like what is the mumukshuda now uparati is 
ವಿಷೇಭ್ಯ ಪರಾವೃತ್ತಿ ಸಾಹಾಯ್ ಪರಮ ಉಪರತಿ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ಬಾಹ್ಯಾನಾಲಂಬನ ಉಪರಿತಿ ಉತ್ತಮ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಪರಾವೃತ್ತಿ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ಬಾಹ್ಯಾನಾಲಂಬನ ದ ಡಿಪೆಂಡೆನ್ಸಿ ಆನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಟಿಲ್ ನೌ ಬೋತ್ ಶಮ ಎಂಡ್ ದಮ ವಿ ಟೋಲ್ಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಡನ್ within ourselves our own capability what is to be done now there is something called bahya alambanam dependency on the other outer things you know without which we feel that we are not complete that is where the you know the wealth or love or you know food and all sorts of out outer outward worldly objects which is having a control on us from that control of the bahya objects on us that has to be withdrawn that is uparati in the first case it is our vasana knowing and understanding our own tendencies controlling it second one is were never that both jnanendriya and karmendriya their indulgement reducing it to reducing it to the level where we can divert that into viveka vairagya for our study purpose our in, in enquiry purpose whereas in the uparati it is the control of external objects on us which we should be able to withdraw suppose if for example if uh, you think if we think that you know certain uh, dependency on uh, a person that without that person i feel i am lost or i am i am i am dead that type of a dependency if an, if there is from an a person or an or wealth or uh, anything uh, anything other than what is required for the body to be maintained that external objects control should be cut down by uparati that is what that uparati is meaning about now titiksha is sahanam sarva dukkhanam apradigara purvakam now this i explained in the last class sarva dukkham means both sukha and dukkha and sahanam means equal tolerance towards both happiness the, the happiness and what is hap- happiness causing happiness or what is causing sorrow without reaction apradigara purvakam this is where what is the most important aspect of it because the reaction is in our control how the world comes to us we have no control so we have to have sahanam when things come to us either good or bad take it as it is a gift from god or whichever mentality with which you want to do it or it's a nature's process i have no control on how things come to me no i set out and i one i dressed up very well to go for an interview or for a marriage or something like that when i stepped out and suddenly rain comes you don't have a control over that you know so but you no know, our mind will react with whole thing got spoiled by so much of i took effort in dressing up and uh, you know preparing myself for this day and suddenly the rain has spoiled me so there is an pratikaratvam or cursing anything you know cursing the whole world for it so why didn't I, you know i take a number lower so many 
examples can be given, but that is not the important thing. The importance is how we react to problems which are thrown at us. It becomes a problem when we don't know how to answer it or how to solve it. Now, but the same thing when we accept it as a natural process without reacting, it is no more a problem. It is an event. So whether it is a good thing happening or a bad thing happening, accepting the way in which things come, it is immaterial whether it is good or bad. If we can react to that with the mind not getting disturbed, because mind has been already trained with the Shama, Dhamma and Uparati. So Tidisha becomes much more easier with that to practice without this thing, without any reaction towards it, whether it is good or bad. Now Shraddha is Shastrasya Guruvakyasya Satya Buddhyavadaranam Sa Shraddha. Here, or here in Aparoksha they said Vakyeshu Bhakti Shraddha. Now Guru Vakyam as is a representation of the Shastra itself because Guru or Shastra there is no difference. It's only a, an instrument of explaining Shastras to us. So Satya Buddhi Avataranam, that what Shastra says, Shasanat Shastra. So what it is advising us is for the ben my benefit. That Satya Buddhi, the, there, if you have a doubt that no, this is all archaic and old books, why should it tell something which is good for me? How do they know what I want? If such doubts are there in our mind, what will happen is that we don't take what is, what is being told us to do. This aspect of Shastra says Satya Buddhya Vadaranam is more important for uh, Advaita than in Bhakti Marga. In Bhakti Marga what happens is that the, slow, the, the, the Puranas and the other books like Bhagavatam and Gita and all will tell us in the form of a story. So what happens though those places the poets or the author has taken a liberty of the poetic liberty to exaggerate or over uh, you know intensify on certain aspects. So it may appear that they are not real. It is not possible for anybody to do like that or so what happens is our mind will normally get a doubt within it. No, you know, how can Krishna show the Vishwarupam to Arjuna and all those things? That question can come. It is natural, but human mind, today's, in today's world, scientific mind, we will ask such questions. Why should this, why should it happen? But those who are blindly following that as a bhakti, for them, they, these questions will not come. Whereas, those who are going through the analytical process, they will ask, what should, what is the meaning of that Vishwarupam there? So, in that case, the Guru explains the Shastrasya explanation, not what the Purana and the Upanishad says. So, Sarvam Khaluidam Brahma, if you take from the Shastra point of view, when he showed it as Vishwarupam, what Krishna actually showed to Arjuna is not his Vishwarupam, but Vishwam, as Vishwam, what is being in Sarvam Khaluidam Brahma. That technical knowledge of the Shastra was shown to Arjuna in the form of an explanation by Arjuna Krishna. 
that is the way we have to analyze it so satya buddhi will come to our our help from the shastra's explanation if we go through this process and then what happens is that shraddha will improve because ah yeah that is possible because you know sarva khalu idam brahma how did it happen on sadeva saumya idam agra asi chandogya upanishad then where they say vacharam brahm vikaro namadeya mrittigate vasatyam that all the mud pots are nothing but mud all the gold ornaments are nothing but gold so all those world what we think in the see in this world is nothing but that from which everything has come so that sarvatma bhavam or vishwarupam when he says we know that sarvam khaluidam brahma is what krishna has explained to arjuna in that one but if you look at from the poetic point of view he will mention that drona going into his mouth uh, you know duryodhana going through his mouth and all that that is our poetic explanation is not physically let us not get carried away by that so that is where the shastrasya guru vakyasya satya buddhi avadharanam is important in shraddha in you know analytical way of in which we have to understand the shastra now what happens in that case is that in when we go through analytical approach to the shastras we come to a some sort of a tranquility within our mind because more and more we enquire more and more questions which arise in our mind gets answered and when the, whenever such questions get answered we come to a stage of tranquility or you know more and more acceptance of with logic and anubhava that these things are true to the extent that because when 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 the shastra says jagrat swapna sushupti you know our in is being analyzed and what is that analysis showing that aham is common in jagrat swapna sushupti so that type of analysis is something which is practical for us also to put in practice for our our own study with my own jagrat my own sarsha dream and my own sushupti so when the shastra says you don't have to go and do an experiment external somewhere to you know authenticate that this is internal we ourselves can verify whether what the shastra says is right or not and when we do more and more of the shastra shravana and swatmi you know swamshi krutya internalizing ourselves so when we internalize and study the shastras as what shastra says is not for an object outside or what i am seeing it is talking about my own true nature then manas becomes others ek samadhana the buddhi comes in chitteigagram will come sthapanam buddhehe shuddhe brahmani sarvata so tat samadhana so that tranquility and composure which comes after the repeated shastra shravana is what is called samadhana and mumukshutvam is the driving force for all that what is that when we know that we are going through multiple lives or each experience if we take it as a life in a, in this life itself there is a beginning there is a period of a, an interaction or a engagement and there is a period of detachment or a diminishing each 
experience if you take that itself becomes a janma janma srishti sthiti laya happens for every experience so when they say that multiple life you can take if you don't believe in rebirth even in this birth itself you are experiencing multiple lives of srishti sthiti laya engage birth or contact engagement and diminishing so each one is to be treated as a janma and each day is a janma because at the end of the day when we get into deep uh, deep sleep we are setting aside the whole day's experience and we have not even the association with our physical body is being set aside so next day morning we are taking up the body again is as good as taking a janma so every day can can treat as a janma and every night we are going is a you know emrutyu because we are getting into non existence a state of non existence in our deep sleep so when going through this and when you reach an old age you will think how long have been going through the, all these things when 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 will i get a you know release from that or what is the method in which i can get you know an end to this that ichha is called mumukshata mumukshuta or freedom from this repetitiveness of thing you know the people who are given food the same day the same food every day they will say you know they want a change when will i get a new uh, something different from this thing those as people who are in the jail or who are in the in the hospital as patient they get the same food every day so they will be thinking when will i get out of the hospital and have a good food at home that feeling you know that sort of a feeling can come in life when will i get up get out of this life phase of miseries or you know going through again i've been going through from childhood onwards the same thing now when will i get out of this that is what is called mumukshita so these are the qualities of an adhikari and we have to develop each one of them very 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 sincerely with our approach because if we have an you know half hearted approach towards that you are it is not that it is nothing going to worse is going to happen you will not be able to grasp it and make it your own for example in the gita class when we are talking about krishna talks as atma bhavena as atma but if you read it as shri krishna uvacha that manushi tanu maashritya krishna is telling then your approach to the words will be different but if you look at it from he is telling from atma bhava if i am in his place if i say this how will i look at things in this thing so that same sentence will mean to me that type of an approach should happen then only we will understand the shastra as our own then only you are living shastra otherwise there are so many pandits who can by heart it and talk about it but it is doesn't become his own it will be like a library book library cannot be mukta it will be remaining there even the pandit who can recite and tell everything unless he is living it himself he cannot be called you know a, a brahmanishta so this is about the adhikaritvam sadhana chatushtaya any questions we can
take questions because the next sloka is quite a big sloka it's a big uh, that was all very good mahodaya thank you okay so i made a summary i think uh, most of the points are self explanatory but still if some of the points if you want to uh, discuss in more or detail more or if you want to add something from your own personal experience most welcome principle brahman and as a as a principle or as a tattva has no rupa guna is nirguna and there are everything is in a negative way achintyam abhyaktam anandam rupam shivam prashantam amrutam brahma yonim those are all the explanation what is being given but when you say ishvara ishvara the term itself is aishwarya sabhava so in the beginning of the first shloka itself we see that ஈஸ்வர a ref- a reflecting mirror can give light inside a room we will have the brightness of a sunlight inside our house or in our room from the reflected mirror but that is not as same as the if the room did, didn't have a roof and the whole sunlight falls inside the room there is a difference isn't it this is called abhasam kaluji it, it, reflection is abhasam yeva abhasam is a, is a, is a, what you call a reflection eva surya ha surya ke kirana ha gate pashyamah chet etat abhashaka that that abhasa is different that what is the reflected surya inside a jala in the gada that is the what i am talking about is the quality of the light a reflected light inside a room when you reflect it through a mirror and when the sunlight directly falls inside the room are different same way the upadi if we have our mind as a upadi we can see only objects what the mind can think as a human being we can only have the knowledge about what our panchendriyas can give or the extensions of the panchendriya you may see the world a cosmos across the universe or anything but through an extended vision maybe a hubble telescope or nasa telescope or anything but it is still unless it is printed on a surface 
that this that what is being seen by the telescope cannot be seen by us so ultimately what we are seeing is a what is presented to us by the, our eyes by our vision same way the sound you know we can extend our organs with a modern technology what is available but when it comes to your personal knowledge we still will have to depend upon our own panchendriya we may extend it with additional organs that's all so ishwara is a figure whom as a human being who is going through my life cycle i want to give a explanation for the world i am experiencing and as a creator of the world i am giving ishwara a ubadi with a maya as his ubadi with which he does the creation just as i create a world in my dream with my mind and my vasanas so my mind is the ubadi with which i create my world same way ishwara creates the world is a simile or an explanation given for the experience but brahman is not ishwara is much more than brahma ishwara ஒன்ீன் now pratikaram is our reaction to our sensory input oh, oh okay astu mm-hmm. apratikarakam okay uh, that so is not giving reaction to without reacting to the sensory inputs what is coming both it is not only the panchendriya includes the mana also okay astu it can be a depression or a happy feeling inside the mind that is also a uh, you know input to for for the for the sakshi for the drishta so that time we should not have a pratikaram pratikaram means it can be good or bad it's a reaction pratikaranam ha ha right? i i got that yes yes astu then uh, uh, another one is uparatihi vishebhyah paravrutti sahi paramaha uparatihi bahyanalam analambanam vruttere vishya parivart pari parat parati vrutteresho veshaha uparati 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 uttama uttama astu dati uparatihi uttama kalu ji ha uparatihi vefah asti teresu uparati uttama ha satyam now uh, damaha also that is why i am getting confused damaha also talks about vishayabhya that is indriya vishayabhya now this also is talking about vishayabhya what vishayah is this and what vishayah is this is what my confusion okay. dama is our external engagement astu uh-huh. driven from the internal vasanas because of the shama 
Shama is an internal aspect where we identify our vasanas, control it within ourselves, and so that first stage is identifying the vasana. Second thing is making that separating with the good vasanas and bad vasanas. Right. Getting rid of the bad vasanas and even good vasanas, we should prune it down to so that you know it is directed towards our uh, well-being. When it comes to dhamma, it is driven by the vasana, our organs of action and senses is forced to engage outside. I'm okay. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mohan. Example, uh, for can example, you can you just repeat you it? I'm sorry. Uh, I could not hear that there was a small breakage in, in connection. Can you just okay. repeat that? Driven by the qualified vasana forces the organs of action and uh, senses to get engaged with the vishaya outside, objects outside. Okay. Hmm. That is bahya vritti. That is what is called bahya vritti. Okay, that is basically that is the vritti based upon our uh, each person's uh, uh, what is it, each person's interest based on that. Is it what it means to say bahya vritti na? So because that is where it, differ, it differs from person to person, right? Yes, yeah, it differs from person to person. Yes. Right. That is dhamaha. That is if you are controlling that vritti uh, based upon each person's liking, that is called dhamaha, right? Then, uh, w- uh, what is basically uparatihi? Then, how does it differ in uparatihi? Is it's not bahya vishyabhya? Well, it is you no, know, it's not vishyabhya paravrti. So here the vishaya is in outside. Okay. The paravrti is that that vritti of the object outside having an influence on us. Uh, okay. Uh, so the, uh, okay, that means uparati is the external influence on us. It is not from the internal, right? Not from the driven by the vasanas. Okay, fine. Yes, I got that. Yes. So shama is very clear. It is vasana and vasana tyaga. Dhamma is driven by the vasana. Our likes and dislikes to engage with the objects. Now that uparati is controlling ourselves where the external inflictions come and drag us to get engaged. Now, there, there, there is slight, very, very minute difference between Dhamma and Uparati. Ha, now I, can I just uh, uh, try, try to tell because this is what I understood if, if I am right or wrong. Can you just check it, Mahodaya? Yeah, Damaha is based upon our internal uh, likings and dislikings and uh, what we basically see and those are the Vishya uh, Bahya Vritti. I mean, based upon the internal Shama, um, our uh, likings and dislikings, we form the Vritti and uh, those have to be uh, under control in Damaha. But Uparati is not from the internal likings and dislikings, it's, it's basically the outer Vishyaha. Uh, um, uh, Santi, they influence on us. That is what you mean to say? That is what is what I understood. Yeah, Bahyanalambaram. It's a dependency on the outcome. Okay. Now, I, I'll give you a crude example. In okay. the case of Dhamma, say suppose if some, uh, some of us are interested in eating ice cream or some, or some, some food item or anything like that, we have a tendency to go for that and and enjoy it. 
Hmm. Now, it's not that I'm recommending that we should stop that, but indulgement in that by forgetting what is our priority in life is what is called indulgence. So indulgence should be stopped and it should be only necessitated for the body requirement. Now, for example, a same person who is in a college or anything, he getting tempted by some his peers either to drinks or drugs or any other enchantments which is there, not to get attracted by such things and withdrawing oneself, no, I am not a person of that type, I will not do that and I, my goal is different. When you knowingly, when you don't allow those external things to influence you, that is called Uparati. You don't have a vasana for it, you didn't have a liking for it, but outside pressure comes to you, peer pressure or you know, okay. classmate mm -hmm. pressure or something like that. Yes. Then, if you are not strongly willful, or willful, your willpower is not there, you may fall a prey to it. Then when you rule it repeatedly, it becomes your vasana. Then becomes this cycle of, again, you know, indulgence. Okay. But uh, the, I have a uh, question about uparati. Upa is getting close, right? Uh, we should be aparatihi. It should not be uparati if you say upasargaha. Uparati, the word uparati itself is withdrawal. Upa is upa, uh, upa upasarga is is not withdrawal, right? Upa is uh, um, there's uh, what do we say? If I give an example, um, uh, just let me. When you say upakrama, what what is the meaning upa there? Upakrama is withdrawal only, right? Okay. Uh, right. So here replace krama with rati. Uparati. Okay. Fine. Uh -huh. Withdrawal from it. Okay. Fine. Astu. Ha. I get that. Uh, Astu. And uh, another thing is, uh, titiksha is from tijjhatatu, right? So saha kshamayam. Tij 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 Mumukshuta and Viveka are the two uh, bullockarts, bullocks pulling our cart. We should, uh, they say that, you know, how the hair is on fire when a person will look for water and, uh, you know, jump into a river even he doesn't know swimming, how he will, that should be the tivrata with which Mumukshuta should catch hold of us. That is Viveka and Vairagya, right? Are the two bullock no, that one. Mokta no. You are you are ah. Icha to get out of that Mokta from the fire is mm. the Icha. Right? Ah. Yes, yes. And but Viveka is Nitya Nitya Vastu Viveka. What is Nitya and what is Anitya? That if that that is actually a shifting of our identity from including the body, because body itself is a seen object, drishtavastu. 
Mm-hmm. It can see the as long as I I am aware of anything, that is a drishta vastu for my awareness. So, Sharira the Brahmadi Stavaranda Vadhyeshu, when they say that the Stavara things includes my body also. Yes. So, uh, that is Anitya, that knowledge or conviction is the one which will drive us towards Vairagya, that this is not the one item on to which I should cling. Because, yet Nityam Tat Satyam. So, I want, I am going towards the truth, or I want to be permanent. My, no, that uh, first is famous uh, Upanishad Vakim here. Tameva viditva adimrutyu medi nanya panda vidyate ayanaya. So, knowing that alone, you can cross from the metamorphosis of cycle and the birth and death. Nanya panda vidyate. There is no other way ayanaya for this. That Upanishad, you know, by banging on the on the floor, it says that to the student. This is the only method through which you can get out of the problem. And the best aspect is that whenever we read Shastras, any Shastra for that matter, or any Gita, or when a Guru Sthaniya Kadapatam is there in that book, whether it is Shukamagarshi, Sri Krishna, or Narada, or anybody for that matter, or a Rishi in the Upanishad, when they are talking, we should transpose ourselves to his position and try to understand what he is saying. This, this is very, very important in Shastra, Shastra Sravana. Never listen like a story. But our habit is to listen to stories from from childhood onwards. So the mind is so much used to that. That is why Vivekinaha, only for those who shift that you know, identity from a listener to the Vakta's mind, then you can understand it. Especially... quite clear today. Okay. There is little doubt on those uh, definitions. But, uh, okay. Yeah, it looks like they are, to me, maybe it's quite a thin line or little overlap. Yeah, very but, thin uh, line, actually speaking, yes. yes. But uh, for the beginner like me, it's okay, I think, whether it is the, that particular activity belongs to either Dham or Uparti, uh, to me it doesn't mind. But if I can identify, okay, these are the ones which I have to improve on, I think it's okay for the beginner like me. Maybe higher level they may have to go a little differently, but for me it's quite okay. No, as you practice, you will understand yourself the difference. That, that's, uh, like you just gave two examples. Now with that particular example, whether it, uh, indulging belongs to whether Uparthi or dumb, I don't mind. But if I can identify that one, there is enough right. at uh, that's also a good uh, question, Mahode. How to identify the Maha and the Uparati? That's where the point also lies. What uh, Chandu Mahode says. Uh. Yeah, see, that is why Dhamma is a willful engagement, whereas the Uparati is a 
force which is pulling us towards out from outside, I don't know about it. But when I know that is not in my benefit to withdraw from that uparati, to you know, from that engagement with that, when I when I withdraw it, that is uparati. Dhamma is either my tendency as a vasana, it is there in me. That pushes me to engage. Whereas a new vasana I should not create. No? While we are cutting down on one side, I should not add new when the outside world is... <laughs> yes, Mahadeya. But Mahadeya. you know what? Karma vasana is always there, right? You, you have to have that uh, Purvajanma vasana is, all, uh, is always going to act on us. You cannot stop it, you know. We have to finish that. Is, that, that, is, that is the beauty of it. Purvajanma vasana is itself is... I'll prove Most it to you. It, 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 it is not real. Yeah, as, <laughs> as you go you through through the text, you will understand that it is the play of the mind which is pushing us towards that. So Manonigraham <laughs> is the most important part of it. We will learn it how that that is not real. Yes, yes. We really we are really evolving uh, with your classes, Mahodaya. It's making us think think a lot. Thank you so much. Okay. What what is Shobhavani? What did he say? No, in that example that you gave, Mahodaya, uh, like uh, say in it dorm uh, or in college these uh, these men are drinking and uh, then forcing someone who has not done it before into doing it so in their case who are doing it that we can look at it as dhamma in their case and uh, who is resisting or have the opportunity to resist when it's presented to him that would be the uparati in his case correct yeah that person people who are drinking are not Entering into Dhamma, they have a potency, they can take up Dhamma as a practice. Right, they are practicing Dhamma. It's the internal no, vasanas. Dhamma. They are not practicing Dhamma, they are engaging. Dhamma will, means they will start, start reducing that. When you start reducing that activity, it is called Dhamma. Not right, right. They have the opportunity to reduce it. Because right. uh, in this right. way I was saying it, they are driven, it is driven by their vasanas in their case. Yes what they are doing, so they can put an end to it. Uh, Uparati would be in the case of this new person in the group who mm-hmm. has not done it, it is not driven by his vasanas, but it is being presented to him. Yes. And it, he has it, the opportunity to do it or not do it. This is exactly... That would be Uparati, Uparati if it doesn't do it. I told you this as an example only as for, for the easy understanding. But it right. is not the students or college, even for us on a day-to-day basis, there are hundreds and millions of opportunities push, backing us and get trying us, our attention to, into, you know, indulgence in uh, things. It can be mm-hmm. political news or it can be some, you know, breaking Anything. news, TV, or it can be so many things, but we are unaware of such things, no? Yeah. Uh, day. Uh, I just wanted to ask you that Dhamma and Uparati are both Vasna motivated. Uh, no, right? Uparati is not Vasana motivated. Uparati is a, is a pull from a new engagement which will be uh, forcing us to get develop Vasanas if we continuously engage with it. Uh, I, I understand. And then if Shama is Vasna Tyaga, so if the seeker achieves Shama, 
then dama is automatically taken care of is that right yes that will happen the more the okay. shama you practice more will be your success in your dama uh -huh. and ah, okay. upar and uparati is to help your shama that you don't add new vasanas ha understood understood dhanyawad mahate lalita bagni the the see uh, to conclude i feel for everything the reaction Uh, to anything that is prati 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 karam that's what the way we react to any situation that is right. the main thing so we should know how to control ourselves that is the main thing sana apadikara purvagam is my my key word i always remember that every minute without that i i i cannot think of anything else because what was the new day i didn't hear the first part what what did you say sahanam sarva dukkanam apradigara purvakam that tidiksha word no mm. the meaning of it that is my slogan slogan for me because our entire life is a reaction to from the input from the world outside it can be positive or negative doesn't matter but there is a reaction which unknowingly happens from us to that inputs which comes from the world outside how much we are successful in regulating our reaction will be the success with which we are achieving tidiksha yes 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 mahadev so the entire the creation is actually action reaction if we look right. at it nothing but action reaction and every experience every sentiment even every thought will be practicing uh, shama uh, viveka vairagya shama dama uparati right and the more you practice tidiksha more free time you will have for viveka mm. yes that's right <laughs> that's a nice statement and you will experience uh, peace also mental peace right I have one example. I am not sure whether which I understood, like a sama and dama depend. Just yeah, for example, yeah. any fire to happen, you need the three items, right? It needs a, it needs a fuel, it needs yeah. oxygen, it needs a spark. Right. And once fire happens, it propagates. So, like right. if we say that example, like dama is identifying those three elements and try to say those one of the elements or all three elements are not there. so that fire doesn't happen right but now if if fire suppose have to happen due to x reason which we will see in the world right whether there is a building or plant or somewhere fire still happens right now the next action is somehow to ensure that fire doesn't propagate it it remains within control mm. so can i say like dhamma is nothing but a controlling the fire which has already happened because of the, one of the things all these things were there which you try to avoid but still it were there uh, so dhamma is to control that one so it doesn't propagate more but like a shama is uh, try to see that it doesn't really uh, happen at all right that that's a good example more there okay then you are more
So I think with this we have completed Anubhadda Chaturstayam for what is for the Granda and Sadhana Chaturstayam. From this onwards I, I will say we are prepared to take a dip into the book. With these things it should be in my mind, in, the, in our mind that you know what are the things required for it. Then it will become easy to understand the whole process, how Acharya is taking us for you know achieving that Aprokshanubhuti in our living life, the while living itself, the Jeevan Mukti Bhava. Hmm. Astu. Astu. It's so nice to be studying this Granta Mahodaya. <laughs> it's our Swarupa Bhagini. <laughs> That's why it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is our mind it makes it more enjoying. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, I'm not say criticizing anything. Suppose if uh, a person who has no inclination towards that, but he is a Vayakarana, for example. He will be looking at every word from the grammar point of view only, not from the tattva point of view. Hmm. He, he, he will not see every shabda has got two aspects. One is artha jnanam, one is shabda jnanam. Now there is a shabda related to a, a word which gives rise to a jnanam which is the shabda at the context want us to understand. But a, a grammarian will look for the rules whether that word is correct there, the formation of the word is correct, whether it is a purvaparam, whether it is a samasa possible, sandhi possible, all those things. But he will not be thinking what is the, what is the text telling us to understand. You know, the intended meaning what we say. So, the Vachyartha is different, the Shabdartha is different. So, that Shabdartha towards Jnana will come only if you have a Vasana in us to understand the Shabdartha. Hmm. True Mahodaya. True, very true. Okay, can we stop here? Yes, Mahodaya. Now, Mahodaya. Mahodaya. Dhanivada Modesh Om Purnamadat Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivabhashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Namaha Hari